Hi guys, when it's downtime at my home, my seven month Maltese keeps sniffing the carpet, always roaming. Any tips? Tons of tips. What would you like your seven month old dog to do? How about place? How about go to that wonderful place bed, place cot, and don't get off. How about that? Be proactive, leash on the dog, train your dog place a couple hundred times to make sure your dog is proficient at it. We've got free videos online. So you'll able to, you can do it. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training and Joelle. And this is the What Would Jeff Do show. And the What Would Jeff Do show, it's a Q&A show. It's on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a one-hour show. You get over 100 questions, so we, we uh, don't get to them all. If you want to get um, your question bumped up to the top, there is something called Top Chat, which is only available on YouTube. And um, it does get your question up to the top. Um, some people like to just throw us a little bit of cash with like a thank you. After that, that's a little bit uh, that you can do that as well, but you do not have to pay to play. We answer as many questions as possible. Also, we have something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, which will show you this year's seminar schedule and the start of next year's, but we're going to be adding a lot more. We're probably going to be adding at least another 15 next year. We just started doing it, and then we're at our training center, and the, the, the dogs are mostly doing board and train. We specialize in dogs with some really bad behaviors. So a lot of human aggression, a lot of dog aggression, a lot of separation anxiety, a lot of crate breakers, a lot of leech reactivity, um, stuff that a lot of people don't touch. Um, so it's not just obedience, which we do here. We do a lot of behavior modification. And it's important that people understand that there is a difference. Yeah. There's a difference Huge between difference. that. Because you can have a dog that's well-trained but terribly behaved. Yeah. So um, uh, that's what we're going to do. And Joe, uh, you um, ask the questions. Joe reads them. And I answer them. Let's go. All right, Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. Oh, look who's on the show, Julie. Oh, hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Erica says, hey, guys. Hey. Jory, hey, JJ. Just got my tickets for Chicago. Oh, awesome. Congratulations. CT Vader, fantastic Patreon video this AM. Very real, very relatable. That yellow lab was gorgeous. Oh, good. I'm glad you got it. Yes, yeah. Patreon. The Patreon. Um, I haven't even seen it yet. Me neither. Yeah, I got to go. I don't go on a Patreon usually until night. Because mm. I put, I, I go through it all and. Um, so Patreon also, our Patreon channel is, is a membership channel and there's exclusive content put up on there. There's an exclusive Q and A put up on there and, um, just some really, really great content. Um, and then some added bonuses that people can get. So that's really, really nice. So good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Erica, are you coming to PA or nearby States? Yes, we are. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Next. Paul, put little hearts, solid canine Oh, training. thank you, Paul. Love you too, buddy. Um, Melissa said, happy Monday, all. Oh, well, Melissa, thanks for being here. CT Vader, happy Monday, Jane. It Jay. is Monday. Gretchen, hi, guys. Hey, Gretch. CT Vader, by the way, how was the seminar? It was fantastic. I mean, it was really, really good. Next. Yeah. The last two. The, the, the last, I think it's the, just good to be doing seminars. I think, it's, I think I'm in a different mindset, too, now. You know, I mean, the last time we did seminars was so long ago, but also it's like, it's a lot of nonsense leading up to those for the last year. Yeah. And um, now I just don't give a fuck. So it's a, I think it's literally a different mindset. So I felt great. I felt great this weekend. Joelle. Hey, J&J. Hey, Joelle. How are Hi, you? Joelle. Bazad. Hello, guys. This Q&A notification is one of my favorites to see on my phone. Love you both. Oh, wow. That's exciting. 
Right? Better than Tinder? Really? Huh. I think we beat Tinder. Come okay. on. All right. Moon, Leah, I have a two month have a two month, been training obedience three times a day with daily food for a month. Had the prong on her for real gentle pressure. She's now three months. Is it too early to teach her to walk with a heel prong? With any heel with a prong. Hold on. You got that dog at four weeks old? The dog is eight weeks old now. You've had her for a month. That means you got the dog at four four weeks old? That's really, really young. Yes, wait a couple more weeks. Work on all of your uh, uh, re tons of recall. Sit down, place, go in the kennel, all your leadership skills, work on different um, sensory stuff. So all different sounds that you can get, download a bunch of sounds from YouTube, different surfaces the dog can walk on, go under, over, through things for confidence building, all food-based, all reward-based stuff. Stop the nipping and the biting. That's easy to do. Stick your thumb right in the mouth, push down, make that suck. I Other don't, you going, sorry. I'm done. I don't think she meant the dog was four weeks when she got it. She said, I have a two month old. It's now three months old. So two months old would be eight weeks. I know. And she's owned the dog for a month. For a month. Oh, oh, so she for, got it oh, oh, I see. I see. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a couple more weeks next. Um, Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gelman seminars. Oh, yes. Thanks. It's a good link. Sure is. Yeah. Um, we just had to update, postpone Canada. Well, they keep freaking closing their One borders. more month and that's going to probably happen for a little bit longer. Yeah. yeah. So we won't be going to Canada for a while. Um, Santana, remember how I suggested you should watch Young Pharaoh? Never mind. His ideas are harmful and often he contradicts himself. He's right about some things, but overall his ideas are dangerous. So Santana, the really cool thing about that is I never did. Next. Uh, Moon Leah said, love the content, by the way. Thank you. Sarah Bug Art, evening, everyone. Hey, Sarah Bug. Julie, is that a Danny DeVito? Um, we have two. Julie, you haven't watched the Q&A in a while. Two, we have two Danny DeVito He pills, somehow made it onto the show. And this one is in silver. I mean, gold, I'm sorry. And then there's one that goes, that goes black. Ridiculous. Yep. It's Danny yep. DeVito. Yep. Yep. Danny DeVito pillows. I have to share space with them. Mona, hi, guys. First time joining the live. Oh, Mona, glad to have you here. Welcome. Alejandro. Any recommendations for a muzzle? Want to get one for my greyhound? Well, greyhounds, I mean, they're special muzzles. They're special greyhound muzzle. I would literally Google it and go to a greyhound site and buy them there. Next. Joelle, Nix has been doing amazing, but when she's around other dogs, she does fine until an other dog shows any sort of aggression. Yep. Our friend's dog showed her teeth the other day, and Nix got aggressive back. What can I do for her to stay calm when another dog shows Well, I mean, teeth? it's common to do. I mean, that's, but, you know, it, you know showing the teeth, the dog was probably saying, get out of my space. And your dog probably just didn't receive that information well and, and went overboard. So, you know, you got to sort of role play it. You have to teach the dog to walk away. You have to teach the, you've got to teach your dog that there's other ways to deal with, with, with um, pressure. You can walk away from those things. But it's not uncommon. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if there's a fight or the dog just growled back. Um, theoretically, um, that dog that showed its teeth, depending on what your dog was doing, would or would not be corrected, but you can't usually correct your friend's dog. So um, that's why, obviously, having a human there to intervene is always really, really important. Next. Sarah Bug Art said the pillow. That's plural. You guys haven't been on here for a that's while. That's plural. Pillows. Yep. Next. Sarah, I'm curious with all the years you've been doing this, with the types of cases you take on, have you had many serious bites? Not for the last 
10 or so years. At the beginning of my career, yes, I've, I've actually been mauled before. And the reason is, is because my skill set was not up to par with the dogs that I was working with. I was working with dogs way out of my spectrum and I was working with some really dangerous dogs. Um, I'm not quite sure if people understand how dangerous some dogs are. Mm -hmm. They don't just bite and run away, they attack you. Right. So the cool thing is I learned really quick some pretty good skills and how to stay safe. And now it's been more than 10 years probably actually that I've been bit next. Wayne, why do you think my dog growls late night before I before bed when I pet him? Yeah, some dogs are I don't want I hate to use the word cranky. I really hate it because that's such a human word, but it's not unusual for a dog late at night when things are winding down and it's exhausted to sort of like become assholes. So why do I think it? It's the asshole factor. That's the scientific term. Next. The asshole factor. Yes. Put that shit in the dictionary. Well, it is. It's probably not just dog describing dog stuff, though. Kelly. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Oh, hey, Kelly. Diane, finally caught alive. It just doesn't get better than this magic duo. Love from Georgia. I'm sharing all I've learned from you, starting at no charge. Awesome. Good. That's how I started. No charge, and then pay what you want. But you know what I learned? Don't do pay what you want. People want to know a price. They get confused. $5. Yeah, anything. Come up with anything. Yes. Trev, how would you recommend I walk my dog without him barking at every single person that passes by? Um, easily. Get yourself a prong collar on your dog and then correct your dog. Apply a punisher at the unwanted behavior. Um, so when you start seeing your dog even look at the other person, say no and correct and correct firmly. Also, be proactive and teach your dog a proper heel. But a dog at a proper heel can still bark. So you can also get a remote collar and you can use that to correct it. And if all those things that are out of your comfort zone, get a water bottle. Next. <laughs> um, let's see. Tweeds, Carol Baskin. What the fuck is that? A crying face. Who's crying? Who's crying on the show? Who's crying on the show? Tweeds, Carol Baskin. Will you be doing any days in Canada soon? <laughs> We can't get to Canada. We can't get there. We can't get there. Have you not read the news? We'll do it right at the border. And they just announced. They just announced September twenty first is a new date. Damn. Um, Jessica, hi guys. When it's downtime at my home, my seven month Maltese keeps sniffing the carpet, always roaming. Any tips? Tons of tips. What would you like your seven month old dog to do? How about place? How about go to that wonderful place bed, place cot and don't get off. How about that? Be proactive, leash on the dog, train your dog place a couple hundred times to make sure your dog is proficient at it. We've got free videos online, so you'll able to, you, you can do it. Next. Gretchen, you do seem like you're in a totally different mindset than last year and even January. It's been gradual since the nightmare, but pretty obvious over the last few weeks. Um, well, I mean, I've always, had this mindset but sometimes it's hard for it to come out when you're always in defense but even in defense i was pretty reasonable considering next jessica downtime already read that jess berg my dog barks in the car when i correct the e-caller she whines do i correct the whine yes you do correct it all Chris, I have a four-month-old bull mastiff puppy that gets hyper after eating. Could it be the food? Um, I mean, I guess it could be. It's like giving kids soda, you know? I mean, it could be the food, but it could be just like, thank fucking God I got fed and I'm having a happy dance right now. So, next. I get excited after I eat. Yeah. 
Raymond, I have no fence in the backyard, so we use a long lead to let my dog out to do her business. What can I do or use to teach boundaries of property off leash? So I don't do boundary training, but you can do an underground fence. You can do it yourself. Go to Tractor Supply. It's not that expensive. You could do boundary training. The problem with that is it also doesn't let things, it doesn't stop things from coming in. So I'm a little bit uncomfortable for leaving a dog unattended. Um, and I don't have the skill set to do boundary training because the dogs, that's not what I do. So as a pet dog trainer that specializes personally in stopping unwanted behaviors, the dogs that I work with, I actually wouldn't want outside, even on a tieback, because tie dogs can chew through tiebacks. Also tiebacks, if a dog's always at the end of a tieback, can create frustration, which lead, can lead to some other unwanted behaviors. So um, I imagine, though, you can find yourself a decent video or two on boundary training on YouTube. Mm. Um, Erica says, hi there. Hello, Erica. Tweeds, Carol Baskin. Damn, looking forward to when we can all cross the border again. Yeah, well, I don't know if the Canadians are thrilled about the Americans coming up there. But tourism is big business. Next. Jessica, second question. While walking, I don't stop to greet, but she deaf pulls. Excited. I keep walking and she'll follow and keep it going with me. Just continue that or teach her not to engage at all. Teach her not to engage at all and teach her to stop. Teach her to stop. Pulling. You know, the funny part is you can drive to Canada as long as you're going to Alaska and you don't make any unwanted Isn't that stops. That's so weird. And you can fly into the U.S. from Canada. So they can come here, but we can't go. You there. can fly back too. Isn't it what? weird? Yeah. You just can't drive? Yeah. Are you serious? It's a driving thing. Right. Does that make sense? Well, COVID's been known not to hang out on planes. And only hangs out on cars. Next. Um, Irene, good evening, everyone. Hello. Wayne says thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Wayne. Tweeds Carol Baskin, asshole factor, laugh my ass yeah. off. Yeah. Kathy B. Taff, the asshole factor. <laughs> yeah. Put that on a coffee mug. That's a new acronym. Um, HVT and Taff. I, I can't even read this. This isn't like Japanese or something. I have a chow chow, and I'm having some difficulty to get good contact with the standard yes, contact points. I know. Too much hair. What contact point do you recommend? By the way, my name is Ricardo. Hey, Ricardo. How are you? you did, I, knew that, I knew your name was Ricardo. Yeah. Like, it's obvious. I mean, so obvious. So obvious. So, so Ricardo, you want to get the thick fur contact points. I'd also probably think about shaving down a little bit of the area. Just a little bit of the area. Next. Erica, I'm hoping you have some advice. My neighbor's aggressive dog has attacked me again, and she refuses to contain it. She walks it on a flexi and it always runs out of her door. Dog law officer isn't doing anything and nobody takes it seriously because it's a small dog. In your opinion, do I have a case if I get a lawyer? Any advice on how to handle this kind of situation? Well, you have a better case if you have a golf club. So save the money on that and get yourself a golf club, a hiking stick, or get bear spray. This is what I would do. If I had a rude fucking neighbor with, with that was entitled that let their biting dog rush across whatever and bite me more than once, I would get bear spray. And the next time that dog came racing at me, I would spray it in its face like a super soaker spray. None of this fucking little $1.99 squirt gun shit that you get the novelty shop or the fucking crane machines, but the damn good the super soakers, which were invented by mistake by... NASA, I believe. Um, 
And what I would do is I'd spray it. And when the owner freaks out, what the hell was that? Just say battery acid. Next. Adam, hello. Hello, guys. Love you. Do you ever correct for a dog who always has that natural instinct to cover their crap pee after going? My pit cross goes crazy trying to cover it after. So historically, no, I don't. Next. Sorry. I'm like, what are, you, like, what are we waiting for here? That was like so long. Ricardo said, I just realized I put my name in Japanese chars on Facebook. That's okay. You know what, Ricardo? Happens to me all the time. At least I know your name now. Yeah. You should see my texts. Sometimes you can't understand. Your phone's front thing has Japanese. Like, yeah. Why does it do that? Uh, because my name, my Japanese name is Ricardo. Next. Jeff's jokes are not funny tonight. Maybe I'm just tired. Tweeds Carol Baskin put little hearts next to your name. I'm going to try to be funny, though. That's the thing. Kai says, hi, guys. Thank you for all you do. How young should you start training obedience for a new puppy? The second you get the dog. Literally, the second you pick up the dog, training starts. Training starts. It's true. Start with all your food. It's all food marker training. It's all good stuff. All your recalls, sit down, place in the crate, out of the crate, dragging a leash, all the rules, stopping biting, it all starts. Confidence building. Next. Lisa, I was walking my two mill mamas, boxers, and out of nowhere was ambushed by two big lab pit mixes who were off leash. What the fuck? I tried to put myself between my dogs and these fuckers. The owners had to pull them off me and my dogs. I was traumatized. She said, sorry, it wasn't my intention. I said, how about putting a leash on your fucking dogs? I'm terrified, and it set my dogs backwards. Thoughts? Um, you're exactly 100% correct with what happened. Um, stop calling your dogs mill mamas. Stop calling them mill mamas. They, they, they'll, they'll have a complex. It's not good for them. They'll have a complex. Um, you did it absolutely positively right. The language was right. The attitude was right. I bet you the delivery, though, I bet you that was spot on. I would have loved to see a video of that delivery, though. The way you delivered that fuck you. I bet you that was powerful. Because you, know, Lisa was probably pissed off. Oh, I'm sure. I bet you that. I bet you were like, that was classic Lisa. That was old school Lisa. Remember back hey, in, Lisa. Remember, remember Lisa back in high school? That yeah, was right. her. You don't fuck with that Lisa. That was her. Yep. Remember when Tommy grabbed Lisa's boobs and Lisa didn't like that? That's what that was like. Old school. Tommy doesn't remember because he was out cold. He was out cold. Doesn't remember what hit him. Mm -mm. Doesn't remember any of it. No. He's got that 24-hour forgetful thing. Amnesia. Amnesia. <laughs> Only for 24 hours. Right. Next. Judy, hello from I remember Ontario. everything up until touching the boobs. Hush. Hi, Judy. Hey, how are you? Gretchen said, true, you handled the stress of it extremely well. It's pretty uncommon. Actually, I would love if somebody actually interviewed me, like factually interviewed me, non-opinionated, but wants to know the truth about what happened. Your documentary. And literally what happened. Yeah. People would be blown away. They would be blown away. They'd be blown away that the uh, that like the meetings I had with the FBI and the task force 
and they like, I mean, more than one, and they took it seriously. Like literally, I had their cell phone numbers, and they we would talk to each other. The legal fees, the amount of threats, the death threats, everything, everything. The private investigators, people would be blown away how bad it was. The cancel culture when you when you stand up to cancel culture, and when you look at cancel culture in the face and you say go fuck yourself, and you come out standing, and you don't let cancel culture cancel you, no matter how hard they try. That's a fucking documentary. Next, Joelle, how would you role play to teach her to walk away from the other dog? Um, what you do is you put a leash on the dog, and use a remote collar. And you do low stim with leash pressure, low stim with leash pressure, low stim with leash pressure, pretty soon low stim and the dog goes away. And then you put a word onto it and the word is out, out meaning get out of there, get out of that situation. That's what we do next. Ricardo, I'm using mini educator. What does that go back to? What was his question? Shoot. I don't remember. Sorry. That's a good brand. It's a good one. That's what we use next. Bearing my dog and the neighbor dog are territorial, so when we meet on the street, they're both aggressive to each other. Mm. If I can get the neighbor to train with me, where's the best place to start? Off property, on the walk. Start by walking together, and then um, see how that goes next. Jessica, yes, we'll continue to work on place. I'll make it routine some place time before her bed crate time, and thanks. Pop leash or avoid the people coming at all? Um, well, if you want to work on it, you need to, you can make, a, you absolutely can make a little bit of space, but you want definitely want to pop the leash. You don't do leash pressure. Pressure actually will increase the drive in the dog. You actually want to pop. It's a quick pop. Pull only, it, 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 it doesn't do what the pop does. Next. Jess, suggestions for fear-based aggression towards strangers in a new house. Moved recently and my deaf pit bull snapped at a dog walker who we had previously met three days prior with huh. me. Um, present with no issues, but it's a different story when the walker came into the house alone. Yep. No signs of aggression prior to this. Goes to doggy daycare without issue. New house, strangers in the new house yeah. seem to be the problem. Well, this is the thing. New house definitely can create a lot of behavior stuff. But snapping is one thing. I mean, like, doesn't Beyonce snap? I don't fucking know. All the single ladies? Yeah. And there's some snapping going on there? I don't know. So, I mean, I it's the kind of thing. Trash. Diana Ross used to snap, too. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. I'd have a talk with the dog walker. Does the dog walker know how to stop it? You know, does the dog walker know how to stop it? Mm. So, and I'd have the dog walker role play coming in, you know, suiting up the dog, getting the dog out, putting the dog back in, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But dogs in new, new houses definitely are usually more stressed out. New behaviors can happen. Sometimes they get territorial. So next. Ricardo gave you a thumbs up. Oh, thanks, Ricardo. Megan, our dog is pregnant, due in two weeks, and is now acting aggressive toward other dogs and some people when it wasn't a problem before. Can keep separated except for fence fighting with the neighbor dogs that has just started. Any considerations with working on training with pregnant dog? Maybe puppies will already understand e-collar if they are exposed prenatal. You know, it's possible. It is possible. What you can do is you can be playing sound effects while the, the puppies are in the womb. That they'll hear. Okay, but what does she do about the fence fighting mom? I correct her. She's doing two weeks though. Uh, the dog's being more protective. I don't want to say, I, I hate to say this. Can you keep her away from the fence? 
that's not my training style to avoid things. But it's in two weeks though, because once the puppies are born, she's gonna be she's gonna be a, 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 a territorial as well. I mean, I would hate to use a. Rem- I mean, I got no problem using a remote collar on a on a pregnant uh, a dog, but to stop fence fighting, it's a pretty high stim, mm. and I really don't want to do that to a pregnant mama. You know, I got I got I got. I mean, I got respect for all dogs, but I got a lot of respect for pregnant mamas. So, you know, you can always try a, a, a dogs get really protective though right now. Next. Steven said carry a gun. No, I agree. And I do. But I'm to, when the thing about shooting a, an off-leash dog coming at you, bite you, number one, usually you can't discharge a, a firearm, you know, uh, in city limits. Uh, obviously, if you're, you're victim, if you're being attacked, you can. Also, if you may, there's the there's the ricochet factor. I'd hate to see that go wrong. Um, but I assure you, if I was off leash, say in the woods, and my dogs got attacked, oh, that's that's a non-negotiable, you know, solution. Next, Sarah Bug R. I know you've talked about boot camp for your dog. My 11 month old GSC started acting like a huge asshole. I think it was because I may have started slacking. What are the rules for doing boot camp? Don't um, don't slack. I think that that you probably already, Sarah, you already know the rules because you started slacking on the rules. So you already know the answer to this. So lots of structure, lots of guidance, leadership, train the obedience commands, stop the unwanted behavior, lots of repetitions, rinse and repeat. Next. Erica, I love your attitude. It's exactly how I feel toward her. You're right. She's entitled. Good idea about the bear spray. I didn't think of that. Thanks. Yeah, the bear spray is great. Next. Chris, you guys need to come to North Carolina. Um, we've been many times, and I've been to South Carolina many times. We'll be in South Carolina. And I'll Carolina. be in Hilton Head, South Carolina this year. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, and we'll see you there. Lexi, hi, guys. Love your content. Hello from Georgia. Oh, hey. How are you? Erica, haha, entitled dog owners are the worst kind of people. Yep. Well, I don't know about the worst, but it's a major problem. Next. Victoria, my otherwise good dog loses her shit when it's time for her walk with her dog walker. Mm. Growls, aggressive, even bit him once. She was never like that before we were home. When we discipline her by bonking her or poking in the neck or saying no, it makes her worse. Help. P.S. Our dog walker has known her, and as soon as dog is in his possession on her way, she is fine. Thanks, Jeff. Love you. Yeah, you know, so this is the thing about applying a punisher when the dog escalates. It's possible your dog went into defense. That's possible. But chances are, usually a punisher has to be, like, multi-level. It's like you punish something, and then something else comes up. Then you got to punish that. Something else might come up and you got to punish that. So sometimes you get like this multi-level, like, like, whack, yeah, this punisher thing. I'm almost thinking like a Ponzi scheme there. A punishing Ponzi scheme. Interesting way to put it. That probably would prevent Ponzi schemes. <laughs> probably. Next. Vicky, Jeff isn't a dramatic pause type of day. I love it. <laughs> Is that what I'm doing? Literally every question you'll answer and you're just like, Maybe I'm forgetting to say, you know what it is? So I'm like, is he going to continue? Because sometimes you do that. You'll like go on a freaking rant. Uh, and I'm like. I, I think what it is, is I'm becoming more conscious of, I keep nexting you and then saying stuff. So now I think I'm like. Next. Not saying next. Next. Because. Next. Because I'm tired of getting hit. Give me bruises. 
Yeah. Here's some new ones. No, like I'm still recovering. Ainsley, hi Jeff and Joelle, love your show. I'm thinking about getting another female Dutch Shepherd. Jeez. Damn, Ainsley. Damn. <laughs> I don't even want a, one of those. That's a dog. My current Dutch Shepherd is very attached to me, and I am not sure getting another one would ruin the bond. I would be working one-on-one -on -one with each dog, but do you have any other tips for having two dogs? Thank you. Well, first of all, when you say attached, like 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 separation anxiety attached. That's what came to mind, but it sounds like they just have a good relationship. Okay, but. so you can absolutely have a good relationship with two dogs. You can have a good relationship with three dogs. But if you've got a dog, have you ever tried to bring a dog in the other house, though, to be affectionate with it, to see what your current dog does? Mm -hmm. And does your dog guard you? Because the last thing I want is a duchy guarding me from another pet, from my one of my other pet dogs. And the last thing I want is like two duchies fighting. So I'd find one of your duchy friends and see what happens and see if your dog is resource guarding you or not. But I think that you can absolutely have a good relationship with more than one dogs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, swinging, you can get some good relationships going Eh, most couples can't do it though. Next. <laughs> Lisa. Oh my God, you make me laugh so hard. I was such a bitch. And then I thought I might have looked psycho. <laughs> I almost went back the next day and apologized. Glad I didn't. I hereby will never call my girls mill mamas. You're right. Why should they live in the past? Thanks for the validation. You're the greatest, truly. You're welcome, Lisa. Next. <laughs> I swear. I'm just going to start talking then. Okay. Megan, expecting five bloodhound puppies in two weeks. Wait, you're getting five bloodhound puppies? No, she's probably... Going to work on exposing them to lots of different sounds, them. people, etc. as I've seen in some of your videos, before they go to their new homes. Yeah. Okay, we yeah. are keeping one puppy. We already have a two-collar boss. I don't think we can invest in another e-collar. You're not going to need one. When we already have one. How big should he, she, before we start using the boss e-collar? You, the, the dogs will be out of your house. No, I'm keeping one. Okay. Oh, okay. So I just want to make. I just want to clarify. You it will says not right there. Yeah, we're keeping yeah. one puppy. So what? I, what you're gonna? How old should it be? So at 14 weeks old, you can start layering remote low level remote collar for obedience, and that's all you're using it for is obedience, and that's under the assumption that you've already done all. You started already doing your food and marker work, um, and your leash handling work. And what you're doing is you're working on all your basic obedience, and then you just start layering the remote collar over what on the pressure release system, how we teach over what you're already taught your dog, but you're not using it to, to correct it all. Next. Christopher. Hi guys. I went to your seminar over the past weekend, started today doing endless reps, setting up for failure, seeing great progress already. Thank you so much. Christopher, glad you were there. It was really, really nice to have you there. And, um, there's a takeaway. Setting up for failure. Did I, ever, did I do it? I wrote that down. We're not doing enough reps of the untils. Like, oh, my dog's a good dog until. Right. So you got to proof the untils. Yeah. Until. But you already wrote that down. I like that word. So I don't have to do it. Yes. Okay, got it. Brittany, I have a female GSD. We are working on her walking. Been a long haul with correcting her pulling. She does okay, but if she knows we're going somewhere that she recognizes and gets excited, she'll drag despite the prong. Almost dragged my dad when she saw me across the street. Also happens with me if I get near my vehicle for a ride. Okay. Do I go to an e-collar correction at this point? No. This is what you do. Watch my 180 video. So in, on my YouTube channel, which you're 
not on, you're on, on Facebook, but go to the YouTube channel and in the search box that is on our channel, type in 180 and there's a 180 move and you're going to practice that. And what you're going to do is in every one of those situations, you're going to role play the 180 move and you're going to do it a couple of times and you're going to get your dog more tuned into you. And then when you walk towards your car or you walk towards whatever your dog pulls, you're going to start walking really, really slow, like really, really slow. And I want your dog to become in tune with you. I want your dog to become one with you. And you're going to teach your dog how to properly heal next to you, no matter what the environmental is, no matter how close to whatever it is, no matter how bad they want to get somewhere, you're going to role play and, and proof and and do lots of reps of walking slow and walking fast. And then when right when you get to where the dog thinks you're like, right when you get to where the dog thinks it's going to be going, turn around, walk the other way, and then you do it again. And your dog's like, what the fuck are you doing? We were just at the, we were, at, we were almost at the finish line. And you decide to go back the other way? We'll call it the stupid You went all the way past the turtle. Now the turtle's in front of us. Turtle can't win. Turtle does win. But next. Patty, I made a baby bonker for my Maltese. Barking solved. Oh. Ooh, a baby bonker. Nice. Paul, you rock, Jeff. You've been such an inspiration. Thank you for all the free content. Oh, you're welcome. Captain Rehab, I just want to say that even if nobody else does, I appreciate Jeff's jokes tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Rehab. I think you're the only one, though. At least you got one. At least I got one. But I must say, the most important one is from you. Is approval is from you. Mm, not so, tonight. Not tonight. Gramesh, hi guys. What did, that just scared the shit out of me. Him opening that door. I forgot Angela was in there. Yeah. I'm hey. like, oh, somebody's breaking in. You okay, Ange? You need anything, buddy? Just some food. You want some food? Some snacks. Just some fruit. You want to say hello to YouTube? I got a good. I'm putting up that video of yours on your Instagram channel tomorrow. Oh, they can see me already. Yep. Say hi. What say up, YouTube? Wow, different <laughs> greeting now. Okay, get out of here, kid. It's so weird, like seeing how grown up he's gotten. Love you. He used to come in and like his little pull up and be like, "Hi, YouTube." <laughs> now it's "What up, YouTube?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Dope. That's right. I don't say that that often. <laughs> He said it the other day. I'm like, where did you even learn that word? That's dope. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, what are you, 13 now? <laughs> no. I'm making me feel all old and shit. Finish your dinner, please. All right. Did we already answer, Gramesh? What are no. your thoughts on prong collars? Can you still use them with an e-collar? Yeah, my thoughts on prong collars is it's one of the best training. Yes. It's one of the best training tools um, that there is out there. And yes, you can use one e-collars. It does two different things. Um, I mean, a prong collar is just a communication tool. So if you're going to, if you're going to use both together, put the prong collar above the e-collar next. Um, Gretchen, as far as I could tell, you didn't lash out at people while you were dealing with it. In 4-H during fair week, I really nervous when adults even walk past me. It can get yelled at for returning a pair of scissors the wrong side of the desk three times. So, um, no, I, cause I don't lash out at people. I mean, I, I pontificate a lot and I go into rants a lot. And, that, and the rants are, are to just probably to educate the public about the big picture. 
and I don't say things for people to feel bad about me. It's more about educating, like what the heck is going on out there and how bad things are there for, for certain dog trainers. Mm. And, you know, um, and I think that, that I, you know, I mean, Joel, you went through this with me, so, you know, um, as far as like you observed it, you observed it happening in, in real time. Um, we even isolated all the staff from it on purpose um, because we wanted people, you know, you know, I have a business to run and I, I isolated my family from it because they have, you know, they've got to stay, they've got to stay safe and do, do their, their kids, their children. They don't need to know about this stuff. Next. Mm. Vanessa. Hi, I have a client who agreed initially to my training style prong and corrections to stop her seven month old dog from pulling now, after class one, she is refusing anything negative. How do I tell her I cannot help her? You literally say, I'm not the trainer for you. Goodbye. Yep. Next. Ashley, love you guys. Love you too. Brittany. Also, my German Shepherd and Kana Corso have realized there are cats across the street. Jeez. Oh, and they've become obsessed with running the fence. Uh -oh. I correct one out during the day and they respond to that correction, but they wake me up in the middle of the night to go out <laughs> Okay. That is all they go do. Do I ignore correct the wake up call? Okay. So, Brit oh my God. so Brittany. So, Brittany. <laughs> let's reword this. Let's, Wait, re let's, let's, let's reword this. My two dogs ring a bell. Send go chase the cat. And I come running down the stairs in my thong underpants and my lacy top, looking sexy as fuck. <laughs> And I let them out, and they run the fence no, line. she's asking if she needs to correct the wake-up call. I know. So, what you do is, yes, you correct them. All right? And stop letting your dogs train you. Next. I can't believe that. That's some shit Wes would do. Yes. <laughs> There's a cat out there. The, I know it's 2 a.m., but... That's right. It's like, <laughs> oh, you don't need your... Mom, you don't need your sleep, do you? That's why my dogs don't sleep in my bedroom. That's <laughs> right. Brianna, I've been previously shamed by other trainers for using prong collars. Only seen improvement following what you were teaching with my fear aggressive German shepherds. Love you guys. So, Brianna, let me rephrase that for you. I've been previously shamed by assholes for using prong collars. Mm -hmm. So, being a trainer does not give you a free pass to shame somebody. An asshole is an asshole is an asshole. No matter what profession you're in, you're an asshole. They come in every profession. That's, they do. They do, and they actually even come with some pretty fancy letters after their name. <laughs> so you're actually a PhD in assholery. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's true. Twelve years you've been studying it for that. It's like actually, I was born an asshole. No, I was born That's this way. Right. I was born this way. I actually graduated in six. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are you going to continue with this or what? <laughs> Next. All righty then. Erica, would high arousal cause the dog to react more vocally to e-collar stim? I keep it at the same level, but sometimes mostly when people are around hyping him up, he will screech at the stim. Otherwise, he won't. Yeah, arousal. Just remember, arousal exacerbates everything. So, you know, if the dog is prone to jumping, there's more jumping, more separation anxiety, more aggression, more lunging, more whatever. So the goal is, is you want to eliminate the arousal. Arousal is not energy. It's arousal. You want to eliminate the arousal and then have the conversation with the dog. Next. 
Ekrem is the pillow behind Jeff to bunk my Malinois with. Love you guys. No, this pillow probably would do nothing to a Mal. I shouldn't say that. I just did this. This bonker would be great for a Malinois. Next. next. Four ninety nine from Ashley. Hey y'all, are there some signs you see that would indicate maybe some genetic issues, or could some just be slow to learning? Um, there are signs that we see that dogs don't connect the dots properly. There's signs that we see that um, dogs are probably off the learn the normal learning curve, such as like every day is Groundhog Day. Um, but then again, there's the, that could be just lack of motivation and you just have not figured out yet how to motivate the dog. And the dog is sort of like used to not asked to be told to do anything. And you just need to just, you know, sometimes be a little bit creative. Next. Sonia, my one-year-old American bulldog cross GSD male intact started a fight with my 20 month old GSD. I know it's fear period for him, and I know he's got extra hormones, but now I'm afraid to let them be together. Any ideas on getting them to play together again? Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of people say, well, then you should neuter them and spay them. It's like, hmm, why is it that almost 100% of the aggressive dogs that come in here have been desexed? Because that doesn't work. And there's plenty of dogs out there that are intact that don't fight. Mm -hmm. So it's a behavioral issue. So we do behavior modification. Um, so, you know, there's no guarantees, obviously, but yes, like we can make it better. How do you make it better? Number one, don't want them to be best friends. Like, so what you have to do is recalibrate now expectations. That doesn't mean you have low expectations, but it's like, and I'm a big positive thinker. I'm like, I think, I think I can do things bigger than seems reasonable because then what I achieve is pretty damn good. So with dogs, though, um, uh, I'm more of a realist because they're dogs and they're animals and they're, they've got caps and they, 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 they give you limit on what they can do. So the first thing I would do is come up with a good punisher. I'd muzzle them up. I'd let them go at it, correct them harshly with a remote collar, and then get them to exist with each other and then start, start to – it's a pretty long process. It's a pretty long process. You may want to do a one-on-one -on -one online council with us. Next. Ava Taglia. Hi, J&J. Hope all is well with you. Lucy just started low barking when someone enters the home. It's sporadic. The last time I tried to set it up, I marked, corrected high on e-collar. She yelped, but then kept low barking. I was dumbfounded. Should I switch up the Punisher? I was nervous to bonk with an audience. She doesn't consistently do this. I've only seen one to two other times. Can't get a pattern. Yeah, what I would do is I would bonk with an audience, but I, what I would do is probably take all the pens and pieces of paper away from them because they'll probably like end up like well, that was a nine point it's like you're the olympics like you know oh my god your jokes the russian, like ju the russian judge holds it up and it's like that wasn't a good bark what is up with these corny ass jokes we're going to make a reel of these who's joking i'm answering a fucking legitimate dog training question here okay next you didn't answer it though uh, yeah i did i you said went on to a stupid joke i said bonk okay and don't worry about what other people think. Yeah, they're in your house. Yeah, if you don't like... F them. Yeah, so I can't bonk in my own house. I can't bonk in public. I'll get arrested for lewdness. Megan and another one. Yes, proof the untills. Okay. Becky, hi guys. New dog owner, new to your vids. Crate training my adopted shelter dog. She suffers with separation anxiety. She's okay in the crate while I'm home. 
wine tries to get out when I leave the house. That's because it's called separation anxiety. So when you're home, that you're not separate. When you're not home, you are. So what you need to do is this. Number one, forget that she's an adopted dog. Erase the history from the dog. Start out fresh. Start by holding your dog accountable in all the basic commands. Teach your dog the concept of no. Do crate drills. Also, when your dog's in the crate, make sure it's in a downstay and it's relaxed. And hold the and then do a lot of in and out of the crate. Then what you do is you get yourself a remote collar, which is this. You get yourself a video camera, baby monitor, which is this, because we're watching two dogs right now, okay, that are destroying their crates. And I'll be watching this camera all night long. And what you do is you go outside and wait till your dog starts barking or whining or whatever. And then you correct and you make it suck. And if that starts working, then what the problem is, these don't go up to more than this brand half a mile away. Get yourself a bark collar. Get yourself the Garmin Bark Limiter. E-Collar Technologies makes a decent bark collar. And you get one of those. And you make sure it's set proper. It's got different settings. So make sure you set it proper before you actually leave, leave. And um, and then you, that's one of the things you do. That's how you start down the path. Next. Janice, three-year-old Chihuahua rescue. Very skittish, fearful of us. All right. doesn't matter if it's a rescue. A lot of dogs that are come from, you know, breeders are skittish as well. A lot of dogs that are, you know, adopted from however old, they're not skittish. So what you want to do is, number one, you might be trying to do too much you might be trying to do too little so you sort of got to do the right amount so how do you know you know just think about your day and it's like are you babying the dog are you you you, you, you carry the dog around too much it's a small breed dog are you not exposing the dog to enough environmentals are you not being proactive by training the dog are you sheltering the dog um did you introduce it to too much stuff did you not advocate for the dog you know so what i think what you want to do is like start the program go down the rabbit hole of all of our videos and start the program do confidence building skills over under through things do all your obedience stuff correct any non-compliance hold the dog accountable um watch the affection level um get your dog work your dog through the comfort zone start manipulating obedience to get the dog past things in nature that it's afraid of next Angelica, my nine-month Roddy does stays till I give command, but once I say come, he runs around the coffee table, then the island, then the dining table, and he sits at the back door. Why? How do I retrain? Well, you, what you can do is to get a piece of four by plywood and, and cover up the back door. Here we go. <laughs> Another terrible joke. <laughs> and then the dog doesn't go to the back door anymore. What was in your water today? Just, just from the bubbler bunch of freaking corny ass jokes same stuff as in your water what's your excuse for being cold and uncaring my water was cold mm. the uncaring part genetic talk to my mom about that um why does your dog do that because it's fun that's the answer it's fun to do that's literally the answer so so if you want to know how to stop it, that's a different story. Correct it. Or retrain. You, you, you know, put a leash on the dog. And yeah, put a leash it. on the dog and do it. But she's saying break, though. No, when I say come. Oh, she's saying come. The dog thinks come means 
go run around and go to the back door. <laughs> run around three things and then go to the back door. <laughs> so um, what you need to do is teach the dog that come means come. So what you'll do is um, we've got free videos on that, but there's a lot of other videos on that. They're called it's called recall training. And can't start your dog just doesn't know what recall training means. No, it's like, oh, we're going outside. Yeah, come probably means break to your dog, which means like you can go do what you want next. Megan thinks I can keep mama dog out of the yard for another two weeks when neighbor dogs are out and work on it after she has the puppies. That's how I'm getting five puppies at once. You guys always provide so much fun and good information. Might see you again at a seminar in South Carolina, but hoping now that I'm aware of your training methods and I actually put the work in, we won't need to go to a seminar, but I still want to. Yeah, there's a Thanks big difference. Thanks again for all your hard work and interest in helping people. Hey, so Megan, first of all, you're welcome. Second of all, a lot of people go to our seminars and they don't need to be there. Mm -hmm. They just want to come and hang out and show support, have some fun. And, yeah. and you always learn something. Yeah. There's always one thing that you learn. And it's it's nice. They're good. Even if it's how to tell terrible jokes to your clients, make them laugh. Is that one of the sessions you do? <gasps> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> My clients do laugh with me. Thank you very much. Yes, they do. Next, Angelica, because it's the same things when it gets out of the kennel. Yeah, it's the zoomies. Yeah, it's the zoomies. Put a leash on that dog. Next, Jory just made a bonker today. Nice, Jessica. Oh, and bonked her for biting drywall. Not sure what the hell she likes about it, but if there's a small ridge in the paint, she likes it. Yeah. Anyway, clear no and bonked, ha bonked her. Hasn't been interested in it again. What do you know? So your dog used to eat drywall. Obviously, like Chinese food. Is that cheap Chinese drywall that comes over from China? I think it's actually been banned in the U.S. Yeah. What does drywall have to do with Chinese food? Because there was a huge thing in the news about drywall made in China. <laughs> did, I, did I just sound like an elected official? It's the only way I know how to say it now. We've all been brainwashed. It's all, it's that was like the, hard, the hardest I've ever heard you laugh. It's like, it's right. It's right. I got to... So, China. China. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Regina. Regina is the capital of Saskatchewan. That's right. Regina, not Regina. Regina. You guys can come, come up with another name. Like what the fuck? Right. So, so what you'll put it here's a great example. The dog was eating drywall. Okay. And you bonked it, which is a cotton towel. You said a clear no and bonked it. And it hasn't done it since. Just think about that concept. Yeah. All the fucking people out there that are against throwing a cotton towel at your dog because it supposedly creates eyeballs popping out, brain. I mean, it's incredible. It ruins the relationship. Literally, this dog was destroying this house. And that's like toxic. You could it's, eat that. Oh, you could die. Drywall is it chemicals? Yes, it? especially the stuff from China. You know, you could you could die. And imagine that you said no and threw a dollar thirty-two towel at the dog, and it stopped the behavior. Do you know what a trainer would charge you for that? Hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah, twenty-five sessions, and, and it wouldn't work. Yeah, they would tell you keep the dog away from the drywall. No, what's the dog freaking near the drywall? Made of drywall. That's right. What do you do? Anyway, I don't know how that correlated to Chinese food. 
Does Chinese food have drywall in it? Because that shit's delicious. No. So. The, the drywall comes from China. Look it up. We'll Google it later. What? It's a, it was a huge scandal. Big oh, lawsuit. Was over it? drywall? It was a huge lawsuit. A humongous lawsuit. Yes. Sonia says, hi, Angelo. Everybody's saying hi to Angelo. Oh. Janice, help. How to get a chihuahua to stop being skittish and fearful. I think you already answered that one. Yes. Ryan, my dog gets more reactive when I correct him. What do I do? Um, you might wrong. You you not you might be you you might be doing it wrong. You might not be correcting proper. I mean, there is actually an art to correcting a dog. There's an art to create. I mean, you actually have to learn how to correct the dog, and then you have to learn you have to teach the dog how to recover from the correction. Mm -hmm. There's an art to all this stuff. Remember, even even this weekend, we we there were so many instances that happened when I was working a dog, and I worked them through one of their issues. And I would stop and I would ask, show of hands, how many people would have stopped at like the very first rep? Yeah. And not a lot of like two or three hands went up, but it's like, but meanwhile, after three or four reps, the dog looked perfect. And then a week from now, you'd never know that that first step happened. But if you would have stopped at the first step, you never get to the final product. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I don't, I don't know what application you're correcting and I don't know how you're correcting. Next. Um, Janice said he's a three-year-old rescue. Oh, the skittish dog. Yeah. Um, so, so he's just a three-year-old dog. Just remember that he's a three-year-old dog. Rescue's not a breed. And I, and I don't say that to be a dick or to like to have a play on words, but it's a mindset. It's a mindset that people sometimes have. Excuse me. Next. Patty, do you cover desensitizing dogs at seminars? My dog is terrified of us trying to put meds in her ears and generally any new thing she, he is presented with. Yes, I can go over the protocol Will we be successful with the seminar on that? Possibly not because sometimes it takes time, but I will show you the protocol. Lisa, can the e-collar electrify the prong collar? Um, well, it's not electricity. So no, it can't because they're not connected to each other. I mean, they're not connected to each other. But they're, they're, they're often close and they're connected. The contact points are, are against the dog's skin and the remote and the prong collar is above. Next. Steven, my dog Jack is territorial aggressive to only one dog, the neighbor dog. And the neighbor dog is only aggressive to just our dog. Oh, I think you already went over this one. Mm. Mm -hmm. Can they like mm -hmm. train them together? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Melissa posted the link to your Patreon channel. Oh, thanks. Candace, I have a GSC lab mix that's good with my friend's dogs, but he's reacted with other dogs at the fence line. I have e-collars and correct that, but he got out of the yard and attacked my neighbor's dog. How do I stop okay. this behavior? First of all, Secure your secure your fencing better. Number one, number two, when you say you corrected your dog for 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 the fence line, what did that look like? Because it should look like this. You have the remote on the highest level. The dog's running the fence, and you hold that button down continuous for a minimum of three seconds, if not longer, and you make it suck to run the fence line. Now most people will assume that the dog will get out of the yard. But, the, but there's so many dogs that get out of yards that it, there's dogs that jump over fences and attack other dogs that don't have remote cowers on. Mm -hmm. So it's not the remote cower that created the bad behavior. It's the dog that created the bad behavior. So, but that's how we stop fence fighting is literally the protocol that I used. But definitely secure your fence better. Next. Manual. So thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Ryan, my dog gets more reactive when I correct him with the prong. Yeah, he's right. Okay. Kathy. I won't name his name, but the trainer that promotes his positive only training is the biggest dumbass. Oh my God. He can't even walk his own dog. Well, 
you know, this is the thing. I think that there's a lot of, I know who you're talking about too. Um, there's a lot of dog trainers out there that specialize in different modalities. And I think what, what number one, the public needs to be aware of that. But number two, the, 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 the trainers that specialize in certain things should probably stay in their lane. That doesn't mean they shouldn't learn new things, mm-hmm. but they should be big, only making videos to the public staying in their lane. Right. Now, I don't do bite work. I don't do agility. I don't do trick training. Brittany does. Cooldogtricks.com. We've got a cool video. Cooldogtricks.com. Um, I don't do uh, task training for service dogs. I don't do lure coursing. I don't do scent work. I don't do, um, what else is there out there? Dock diving. So there's a lot of things I don't teach. I'm a pet dog trainer. I specialize in stopping unwanted behaviors. And yes, I can train basic obedience. I can't train competition obedience. So I think it's important that, that people like stay in their lane and that's okay. And I'm not going to make a video of me doing something that I don't have a skill set on. Next. Jamie, hello. I have two dogs. And when I take the older dog to the vet and leave him for a few hours while I go home, the younger one whines, runs around my whole house looking for him. How can I correct this? So uh, you, obviously you're not creating your dog. So start creating your dog in general. That's just a good policy to have. So if you don't create your dog, get in a crate, get it used to being in a crate, teach it how to be in a crate, do a lot of crate repetition. Ivanka, can you give us a few game ideas for mental challenges for my four-month GSD? No, I, I can't because I don't teach games. I just do obedience. Just, but there's, but this is the thing. I'm not against games, and I'm not against mental stimulation. Training is training is mental stimulation, though. Having the dog train and then figure stuff out is is, is mental stimulation. What I would do is I'd j- jump onto um, get get a trick training video you can do that but also just jump on to google or i mean sorry on to youtube and, and there's got to be so many really wonderful videos out there from wonderful trainers that literally have got like great ideas for games mm-hmm. but that's again here we go that's a great another example of that's not what i do yeah that's not what i do so if you brought me a four-month-old dog which people do at 16 weeks old we, we train obedience and we stop bad behaviors next um irene's at lol phd and assholery yes i'm sure you know some of those irene Alicia, my 18-month-old GSD barks when someone is at the door, which I'm okay with, but then he needs to calm down for me to open the door. Can you give me some tips on how to train this? Right now, I put the prong collar and leash on, but I'd like to move away from that. Well, the collar should already be on. I would get a remote collar, have it on your dog in the morning, you know, have it on all day, role play the heck out of it, and make sure you switch the collar every three or four hours so the dog doesn't get pressure sores. Um, and what I would do is I would teach the dog – when it rushes the door, it barks, then say out, correct the dog, move the way, move the dog away from the door. Next. Becky, I'm trying to prepare her from for my return to work. I'm a bartender, so I leave the house at 6 30 p.m., come home around three. Mm-hmm. She'll only get one hour out, then back in when I go to bed. I'm concerned about that. Well, I mean, this is the thing, Becky. You know, a lot of people would tell you to get a fish, you know, but but in my opinion is this. You have the right to work. In 6.30 p.m. to 3 a.m., there's nothing wrong with that. Because most dogs, I mean, there's no reason. I mean, most dogs, they'll go to bed at 8. And they'll get up at 5. So 
630 to 3 is no big deal at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is the thing is like you got to work. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. So is that the idea? That's a heck of a lot better than – I mean, I shouldn't say the heck of a lot better. That's no different than flipping it around the other way. Right. During the day. Think about it. You got all day long. It's better off being at night. So, Becky, you sleep at you get home at three. You let the dog out to go potty, probably. You know, you probably, you know, have a snack, maybe. You go to bed. I don't know what time you sleep till 10 or 11. And then you got a good three, four hours with your dog. If you decide, if you get up earlier, you got even more time with your dog. It's not bad life. Next. Dana said, love you guys. Love you too. Solid, Solid canine training. Melissa. Uh, post a link to virtual one-on-one. Yeah, a lot of people are doing a lot of people are doing one-on-ones. A lot. We've been doing more one-on-ones, uh, you know, than ever. We, we did a lot before COVID. Now um, we're doing a lot. But you know what? I also think it is. I think it's our social media. I think our social media is just. I'm sorry. You accidentally finished the tomatoes. How dare you eat that fruit? How dare you eat healthy? <laughs> Why would you get a bed at me for eating house? Exactly. Your Next. kid loves his tomatoes. It's eight, eight oh one. Is it? All right. What's this say? Um, Gramash said, "What up? That was awesome from the little guy. What up from Vancouver, British Columbia? Great channel, guys. Keep up the good work." Thanks. I like Vancouver. I had, I had a nice time, in Vancouver. I was in downtown Vancouver. I did a seminar in Vancouver. I went to downtown. That little river walk thing there. There, it's a big river walk thing. That's really, really interesting. A lot of fish and chips, a lot of Irish bars there too. I don't drink alcohol, but a lot of Irish bars and pubs. And you know what's really, really funny? It the, the restaurants there, if it's a restaurant, but they serve, they're a pub that serves food, but it's primarily a restaurant, you have to have ID to eat there because there's alcohol served. Mm. I forgot, I forgot what the rule was. It's an interesting rule. Hmm. It's a really interesting rule, like that, like that wine cross. Like, I just came here to eat. It's like going to Applebee's, which we I would never go to. But it's and since they serve alcohol at Applebee's, you can't go in for dinner. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. I forgot what, what it is. But anyway, it's eight o'clock, guys. Time for us to go. If we missed your question, sorry so much. But it's a free show on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And um, if you really want to have a good conversation, do a one-on-one, jump in early on Wednesday, join the Patreon channel. There's a Q&A on, on Patreon on, on there where I answer all your questions by video. And um, well, I'm madly in love with you guys. Me you know, too. I, I, yeah, here we go. All right. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Good night.